everybody it's cleo welcome back to the topless topics podcast okay i'll stop talking weird now who boy <laughs> so uh you may notice that it's almost june probably be june by the time that this uh this episode gets up and the last episode came out in February, uh, February 1st, and um, a, lot, a lot has happened since then. <laughs> so I actually already had uh, what would have been the March episode, March 1st episode recorded. I was just in the middle of editing it. It was a bigger project than the other two episodes because the main focus of it was talking about the vaccine rollout, and I had interviewed one of my followers who was in, or is, not was, <laughs> is in Australia, I think. It's, it's, I haven't actually touched the episode in a while, so I forgot exactly where, but I was asking him about it, and then I did one with my husband who had just gotten his second shot and asked about, you know, reactions and stuff like that. Since I recorded that, I actually had my full vaccination. I got the Pfizer. I don't know which one my husband got, um, but neither of us really had any kind of reaction. We do know people that did have a bad reaction, but you know what? A couple of days of feeling shit is still way better than, you know, being on a ventilator or an induced coma or, you know, dead. So yeah, go get your shots, people. But anyway, I had I had that stuff recorded, uh, but then middle uh, middle of February, something super cool and chill happened. That was sarcasm. My mom died. Yay! Um, yeah, uh, twelve fifteen, twelve oh five, something like that, uh, on February the twelfth. So lots of ones and twos in there. Uh, she died, um, and you know it was a long time coming. Because she's had, she she had she had cancer for you know fifteen years and two two years ago they actually gave her like three to six months to live and I at that time had guest starred on an episode of the Death Is Hilarious podcast which you should go check out if you like dark humor and my phone is yelling at me. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so yeah, she, she died and it was honestly pretty traumatic. Um, I'm not going to go into detail right now cause I don't want to bum anybody else out, but if you do want to know more of what it was like, um, I have been doing the semi daily vlogs. They're really not semi daily anymore. They're maybe like once a week, but I had actually, like, three days before she died, I had started doing those again, and it just, yeah, and it was snowing really hard on the day she died, so that's always, you know, I'm always going to associate snow with that, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, yeah, that happened, and, um, so I kind of, you know, I was, I was scared of when it was going to happen because I knew it was coming. She was just getting weaker and weaker and I knew it was coming soon. And the biggest part of all that is that, uh, my mom, you know, non, non-denominational God rest her soul, uh, had a very funny way of keeping records, financial records. And, uh, she had everything, has had everything split between multiple banks and credit unions and just all sorts of garbage and she kept every single paper and didn't organize it by you know who it was or anything she also uh fell for a lot of pyramid schemes and other type schemes growing up and she would be very secretive about it because she knew my dad and i disapproved 
and that means that everything is in a huge mess right now. Like I, I couldn't even do her taxes because I couldn't find most of the paperwork that I needed, and I'm still not really sure what I'm going to do about that. Um, since the IRS is like, pay your taxes. I'm like, I don't know how much she owes. <laughs> So that's been, you know, a major uh, concern. And of course, progress on getting that stuff done is stymied, both by how difficult it's been to get a hold of the people that I need to talk to. For instance, her retirement is through the USPS and the USPS has this Office of Personnel Management that's in charge of all the retirement. And I found out recently from some Googling around that apparently Trump tried to dismantle the OPM and it was found to be unconstitutional or something like that, but he still managed to change some rules. So it became very easy to fire people because he didn't like them. And just, yeah, so this, this agency is very hard to get a hold of. And I had to help my dad fill out all this paperwork to make sure that he would continue to get, you know, the, the spousal share of their retirement and the health care and everything like that that comes with it. And uh, like there was a form that we had to fill out and we found out too late that apparently they're so restrictive about this form that if there's a single stray mark or if a word is crossed out or whatever, they'll reject it. And so we had to redo it several times. Luckily, I was able to print it out. So every time I accidentally made a single mark, I'd just print it out and do it again. Uh, but we, we, I, ha I kept having to call them and almost every single time I'd call, it would just go, this line is busy, goodbye. Like no option to leave a voicemail or anything like that. So um, uh, I don't know why I keep swallowing. Little stressful there. Um, we did eventually get the paperwork out. So hopefully they actually accept it. My dad is, you know, as he was, he's always been fairly anxious. And of course, you know, now that my mom's dead, he is even more anxious. Um, I think he's doing okay. You know, we're trying to keep him positive. We uh, are going hard, hard line there. We are going to San Diego in October, unless, you know, a, a huge viral outbreak you know, mutation that renders the vaccine comes out or uh, unusable comes out or that kind of thing. Um, we already bought train tickets and rented an Airbnb and everything like that. And the reason it's in October is that VidCon, VidCon, <coughs> VidCon, there we go, uh, did announce their dates. It's at the end of October. And, you know, I was going to go last year and I had a hotel booked and everything. I hadn't decided how to get down there because I am terrified of heights, of flying, etc. But uh, I, you know, I was all ready to go. I had been, quote unquote, researching the special guests that were going to be there because I am old and crotchety and I don't really watch other YouTubers anymore, certainly not like vloggers or anything. So I'm very out of the know and uh, I was doing all that and then it got canceled for, hmm, I wonder why. But anyway, so we're going to go down to San Diego in October and I am going to spend the first four days in Anaheim for VidCon while my husband and my dad and the kids go down to our Airbnb in Imperial Beach, which is just north of Mexico. And that is where my dad and my mom grew up together. And uh, we're going to have some kind of little ceremony on the pier there and, and release my mom's ashes and, you know, have her family down there take part in that. My mom actually doesn't care, didn't care. She's like, do whatever you want. Throw me in the garbage. I don't care. 
but I think that it's good for my dad and good for, you know, her brothers and sisters and stuff like that to have some closure. Um, my best friend died suddenly, uh, when I was, uh, an older teen and I actually talked about her in that death is hilarious podcast, uh, episode as well. But for a really long time, she died in Florida while I was back here in California. And I really wished that I could have gone and visit her grave or something and had some kind of closure that way. And yeah, but anyway, so that's enough about my mom's death. Um, <laughs> basically, the, the long and short of it is that I'm already, you know, I was already feeling overwhelmed just with the chaos of my kids. And now I've got all this extra responsibility. My dad... Um, I love him, but he's useless. Um, <laughs> he's just a very anxious person and he's not very physically hale either. So there's not much he can do with the kids, which I can't blame him. The kids are insane. And uh, he doesn't know how to check his email. So he certainly can't help me, you know, filling out paperwork or anything like that. So, you know, I'm taking over all my mom's stuff and then I'm trying to take over his stuff. I'm trying to take over our stuff. It's a lot. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, it probably sounds like I'm whining. <laughs> I just, I, so the reason I'm recording this now, uh, on May something, I think, oh, actually today's the day that the new ARC DLC was supposed to come out, but then they pushed it a week. More on that in a second. Um, <laughs> uh, is, uh, is that I just finished filming a little promo, uh, about this podcast for the Nature's Living Show, uh, who sent me an email and said that he was going to start a project where, he was going to include these these promo clips with the Nature's Living Show podcast so that other people can advertise their podcast. And so I put one together and I don't know, I think it sounds good. Sounds fine. Sounds about true to what you're going to hear here. I, I flat out said it's more personality based than topic based. So, you know, if, if, you, if you don't like listening to me ramble, you're not going to enjoy this podcast. But we're 10 minutes into this one. So I presume if you're still listening, you're OK with that. Uh, but anyway, I recorded that and I was like, you know what? I haven't even thought of or touched the podcast in like two and a half months. I'm going to just take a shot at it. And no sooner had I made that decision and asked my dad because the kids were down for their nap at that point. I said, Hey, when they wake up, would you mind watching TV with them? So I can try to record an episode. He said, yep. And then a pest control solicitor knocked on the door, set the dog howling and uh, so, of course, the kids woke up and yeah, so then I had to spend half an hour to an hour trying to get them, you know, food and watching TV because I'm a terrible mother who lets her kids watch TV all the time because I'm going crazy. Uh, <laughs> I tried to get them to play out back, but of course, it's Portland. So, you know, we had like a couple of days of nice weather and now it's back to raining every day and I put them all in their rain gear. They go out for 10 minutes. They come in sopping wet and then just watch TV anyway. So it's sort of a sort of a exhausted effort. But we are going camping this weekend. So, you know, we'll, we'll go outside for that for that amount of time. I still say you know too much. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, yeah, um, I lost my train of thought, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm not going to really bother editing this episode too much because that's the problem with the other one is that I was so focused on trying to edit it together that I never got it out. So I figure since this isn't a quote unquote real episode, it's just a what have I been doing? Am I dead? Etc. Catch catch up. You know, I can say whatever. If you get the gist, you don't have to listen to it. You can, you can wait for the next episode to come out whenever that is. Um, 
Yeah. So, uh, speaking of ARC, so my husband finally just got a new desktop PC, and uh, it's a it's a super shiny, fancy one or whatever, and I've been looking forward to it because I still have old videos that I want to edit, and then I have all the old videos that I am trying to re-encode to put up on library slash Odyssey, which I'll talk about more in a second. Uh, and, you know, be able to have it all on the drive at one time because doing things on my laptop, my laptop only has so much room for video editing files and everything like that. So it's hard to keep all those files on hand and be able to get through them. So we have it set up in the living room. I sort of turned the living room into a little bit of an office so I can theoretically edit video and such while I'm watching the children. The uh, difficult part is that my kids are crazy and are... <laughs> I mean, I love them, you know, obligatorily, I love them, but they just have a lot of energy and they get bored and it doesn't seem to matter what I throw at them to try to keep them entertained. They just, you know, they get into trouble. Like today I was trying to do my business in the bathroom and Link walks in with a freaking dagger in his hand that I had hidden way, 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 way up on a top shelf where you couldn't even see it unless you knew what you were doing. Comes in with this dagger in his hand and goes, mommy, what's this? And I'm just like, and that's but one thing in a in a in a nonstop list of of shenanigans throughout every day. So, but anyway, so you know, as always, I'm pinning all the blame on my lack of productivity on my children, uh, as terrible parents do. <laughs> but let's see. So I am trying to get my videos re-encoded to upload them to Library slash Odyssey. And basically, what is Library slash Odyssey? That is a good question. I am not equipped to really answer. <laughs> my my very uh, limited understanding is that rather than be like one central company like YouTube and Facebook or whatever, it's more like a programming language that people can run on their own servers. And it actually reminds me of the old Napster days where basically people would download something and at the same time that they were downloading it, they were making it available so other people could download it. And I don't, you know, I'm not a techie person, so I don't understand that kind of stuff. But it feels like that, uh, which I don't love for a couple of reasons. One is that I know that people can figure out how to download my videos on YouTube and Vimeo and stuff, but it takes a little bit of effort at least. Library actually encourages you to download videos. And, you know, I try to put my uh, watermarks on them and everything like that, but I am already so used to people uploading my videos to Pornhub and shit like that. And... Some people are like, well, it's free advertising. I'm like, yeah, but people are still finding my heinous female, non-sexual female nipples alongside explicit sexual content, and that really defeats the whole purpose. I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm kind of at the point now where I just don't fucking, I don't even try to take care of it anymore. I block porn bots on Twitter because I can do that with a click of a button, but as far as sending takedown requests to these websites, you know, it's it's whack-a-mole. I don't want to deal with it. So anyway, I'm trying to put my videos up on library. Um, I don't like that people can easily download them and re-upload them elsewhere. I also don't love that library is very hard to use. First of all, I still don't even understand the difference between library and Odyssey. They started rebranding as Odyssey and they don't even spell it correctly. So it's, it's I don't know what they're thinking. And I try, <laughs> I tried to record a tutorial so that people who are even less technical, technologically inclined than me could figure out how to sign up for library and enable show mature content, which they need to do to be able to see my stuff. And I couldn't 
couldn't do it. I couldn't find the damn option doing it myself. It turns out that apparently the library website option just doesn't even show the, the show mature content checkbox. You have to download the program and find it within that. And that's a non-starter for a lot of people. People are not going to want to download a program they've never heard of just to watch my videos. And uh, of course, another thing that's not great about library is that uh, because it's a, you know, alternate YouTube or whatever, of course, of course it's full of Nazis and anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists and whatever. And I just, uh, I hate, hate, hate having to share a platform with these pieces of shit. And yeah, if you're a Nazi, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> if you're willingly spreading this deadly virus, you're a piece of shit. I don't, I don't care if that offends you. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> and then, of course, one other thing that sucks about using something. Okay, seriously, why do I keep swallowing? Uh, another thing that sucks about using library is that they throw everything under the same mature content tag. So that can even be talking about sex, but of course it includes actual hardcore porn as well. So what that means is if somebody's trying to find my videos and they go to library and they manage to, to find the show mature content thing, then if they search for my channel or they search for the name of a video, like for instance, I just re-uploaded my interview with the uh, actual porn star Eden Blair, which I just listened to again as I was editing it. And it's still a really good interview. I still really think it's very useful. And we're not doing anything sexual. We're just talking about her work. And we're both topless in it. Although her camera angle, you can't actually see anything, which is kind of funny that the actual sex worker <laughs> isn't isn't viewable. But that's fine. I mean, it's not a big deal. But anyway, so you know, say someone goes on there and tries to find the video it's going to show them the most popular videos first. So putting in the word topless, guess what? They're going to get a lot of actual porn before they can ever find my stuff. And I can't even link directly to it because if I put a link directly to one of my videos, for instance, on the website, on my topless.topless.org website, it leads to the desktop, which again, doesn't have the show mature content option. So it just says there's no video. It's such a, <laughs> that, that pretty much sums it up that that noise and I know I had been toying with the idea of just you know saying fuck it and paying for my own video hosting but then my mom died and I just kind of was like I don't really want to deal with that um and I still have people saying like oh you should do that and like okay here's the deal you make that <laughs> you make that site and, you know, I'll, I'll upload my stuff to it. A lot of people too are like, well, you can use my, my web hosting. And I'm just like, ah, I don't like that because unfortunately I've relied on followers to do stuff like that before. And it basically always ended badly. Uh, I mean, I'm sure part of that's my fault, but it just generally ended up with them, you know, not letting me access my own content and stuff like that. So I'm just, I don't really want to do that. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm fully encouraging anyone that does want to make their own, you know, YouTube, Facebook, etc. I guess alternative, com you know, I'm still saying, you know, a million times, blah, uh, alternative that, I mean, if at all, <laughs> at all possible, understands the difference between nudity and sex, but isn't pro-Nazi conspiracy theorist bullshit, that would be great. That would be fan freaking tastic. And I would 
definitely uh, take a look at it. And if I think that it's in good faith and not just uh, abusing the nudist tag as so many porn bots on Twitter do, I will happily tell everybody about it and I will upload my own content to it and everything like that. But I just refuse to take on the, the responsibility of putting something like that together myself. I just don't have the time. I really don't. I have plenty of my own projects that are just wasting away because I'm just going crazy trying to handle all the real life shit before I even spend any energy on the, the fun creative stuff. So... I keep hoping that, you know, there's all these people complaining about YouTube randomly taking their videos down and Facebook banning them, going to Facebook jail and stuff. But even as people are complaining about Facebook jail, they're complaining about Facebook jail on Facebook. <laughs> and I understand because rock in a hard place, if you don't use the platforms that people are actually on to talk about how evil they are, nobody sees your complaints. But at the same time, you're still furthering the goal. You're still furthering the popularity of those of those websites by using them. And it's just very, uh, well, you guys know, you've heard me complain about it over and over. So I'll, I'll wrap, I'll leave that alone. TLDR, it's really hard, but uh, we have to suck it up and at least concurrently use Facebook or whatever fucking bullshit and also I guess Mastodon or something. Mastodon is still confusing to me as well because it's not really one website. It's more like a programming language that different people can run and it's not very tech friendly either. Uh, yeah, that's that's the, the main thing is that it seems like all these alternative platforms that try to come around, they are not tech friendly and Another problem is that even when they are tech friendly, they have a hard time staying afloat because advertisers, etc., are not going to want to be uh, involved with something that allows non-sexual nudity because, oh my god, it's porn! It's porn-sexual! I can't allow that! Nazis are fine, anti-conspiracists are fine, gun violence is fine, but, you know, even just a female nipple, oh, oh god, hide your kids, hide your wife. So... Unless these people charge money or something, they're not going to have any money for hosting. And of course, everybody's so used to quote unquote free products that they're not going to pay anything for it. And even if even if they were willing to pay into it, uh, there are so many of these little startups that pop up and then fizzle out of existence. So I can understand not wanting to throw money at yet another thing that might crash and burn. So... I don't know what the solution is. I just, again, I encourage if anyone does have one of these platforms that they're trying to promote, you can contact me. I will try to take a look at it. I'm not going to devote myself to making a new account and everything like that because I don't have time for that. But, you know, I'll at least check it out. And if I think it's worth it, I'll let other people know and maybe they can check it out. I honestly, I'm, I'm kind of confused why naturist nudists themselves ourselves haven't made a platform like this yet because not that there's a lot of us that do you know online activism type stuff but we've all dealt with enough censorship even Hector Martinez Hector Martinez I don't know why I said it that way uh, <laughs> even Hector uh had his uh, Vimeo, they, he got the same message that I did where they said, oh, you're using too much bandwidth, you have to pay us all this money, except that he was able to strike a deal with them where he made it private and uh, only people that submit to his Patreon pay for it. I tried, I didn't even go that far. I just took all my videos off, except for like two, 
and I put all of the other ones uh, restricted so that literally only my logged in account could see them. And then at some point, for some reason, Vimeo undid that decision and unhid a whole bunch of them. So I still was, you know, getting views and they wanted me to pay $15,000 a month or so for hosting. And I just said, fuck you guys and uh, had them delete my account. So that's why I am always struggling to find a place to put my videos. And then of course, YouTube, if you didn't hear. So over a year ago, I start. so I, I started Topless Topics on YouTube under the Topless Topics TV name. And for the first year or two, it did okay. You know, for some reason we were able to avoid most haters or whatever. And, uh, but then all of a sudden I started getting them all taken down. That's when I started trying to post my stuff to Vimeo and I would do really censored versions to YouTube, but YouTube would still take down even the censored versions. And I decided that because I also use the Topless Topics TV Gmail for a lot of stuff, I was going to make a new alternate account and try to use that for the videos instead. And so I did, it was Topless Topics Show. And I was putting fully censored videos up there. I mean, I have never tried to put an uncensored video up there, even though there's plenty of other places on YouTube where you can find full fucking nudity that somehow gets away with it. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I, uh, actually I have an interview that I still haven't even put up because this all happened before I had a chance to put that video up where I interviewed the creator of another YouTube channel called Normalizing Nudity that actually has full nude videos on it, uncensored. And I was talking to him, like, how does he avoid censorship? And he said, well, he would get videos removed, but then he'd appeal them and they'd get put back up. I am completely confused how he managed to get that. But even when I appeal stuff, it immediately gets rejected. Anyway, so I had this alternative uh, Topics Topics show account and I put up fully censored stuff. I even put up one where the entire frame, not just my chest, the entire video frame has the mosaic effect over it. So it's super blurry. They still deleted that whole channel. And then uh, all of a sudden, one of my regular followers goes, hey, what happened to the what happened to the Topics Topics show channel? I'm like, what? So I tried to go log in. They wiped out the entire account. They permabanned and deleted all the content entirely for the Topless Topics show alternate account that was already censored, that had no previous strikes. They just delete. And I mean, what, what can I say? What do I, that's, that's what happens. I mean, I'm used to the banned posts. I don't get full on accounts deleted very often. Usually when I do, they're brand new accounts that I don't give a shit about. But you know, I, I also had vlogs up there that I had been putting up and those were gone forever and just fully clothed vlogs. I mean, <sighs> yeah, just never ending suckatude. So anyway, that's why I'm, I'm sort of trying to put stuff up on library. Um, I stopped producing actual new topless content just straight up. I am still obviously doing stuff like this. And if other people have a channel and they want to interview me, I'll, I'll do that. But I just, it's not worth the fight anymore. I just, I'm so tired of putting so much effort into making my content and putting all the censorship on it. And it still doesn't matter. It still gets banned. And I just, yeah, it's not, <laughs> the world is not getting any better. Uh, we are further away from topless equality than ever, it seems. And I just, yeah, I just want to break from it all. And I know from previous experience that I am physically incapable of not creating <laughs> 
<laughs> videos at all. So instead, I am redirecting my energy back at my old, old, old gaming channel that was originally called Sari Got, or sorry, originally called Games Are for Fight, which was this obscure World of Warcraft meme. And I don't even know why I went with that because I never really was a huge World of Warcraft player. I try to rebrand as Sari Got Game, um, and I still am in the process of changing all the artwork and everything to say Sari Got Game. And it still has all my old videos on it. Um, I, I'm kind of putting them on private until I have a chance to review them because I'll be honest, I was a different person when I recorded a lot of them. Uh, people are a product of who they are around and around that time, at least a couple years there, I hung out on 4chan and I hung out with people that now I'm like, you're disgusting, but you know, I don't even remember what I said in these videos, but I want to watch them and make sure that I didn't behave, you know, asin asininely, I don't even know that's a word, didn't, didn't, you know, be harmful or offensive or whatever. So I want to do that. But that's a topic that uh, has been interesting to me a long time. And I still have a video out there. Again, I, I don't have anywhere to put it because it's a topless video. Uh, but talking about when Al Franken got kicked out of the Senate and how I feel like if someone is revealed to do something like that, uh, it's it's not helpful to just kick them out of the public eye entirely. I think it's far better to use their platform or their position to highlight the issue that they, you know, caused harm if they if they actually are regretful, you know, or, or repentant or whatever, and use that platform to actually try to make the world better. If you just erase people from existence who did something wrong or, you know, as has been bastardized by the fucking maggots because they bastardize everything. Cancel culture. Ugh. Uh, you know, I just think it's not helpful. I think it's, it's, yeah. So anyway, if you are also interested in that, uh, I have been watching a bunch of sort of YouTube culture videos lately, um, mostly because I started playing Seven Days to Die, the zombie game with my husband since he got his new PC. And there's a lot of grinding in that game where you're just, you know, walking around cutting trees down and stuff. And it's a little monotonous. So I tend to kind of watch a video at the same time. Uh, but anyway, so there's a couple I could recommend. Um, there's a channel that I view a lot on YouTube called Contra Points. C-O-N-T-R-A points. And she does very good videos. She's basically my ideal, what my ideal videos would be like, where they're informative, but they're also funny and satirical and everything like that. And um, she went through some kind of culture thing, culture, or not culture, yeah, cancel, canceled. She was canceled is what they say. And honestly, I think it's it's silly why she was canceled. But anyway, and then there's another YouTuber that uh, is friends with ContraPoints that has her own great content uh, named Lindsay Ellis. And Lindsay Ellis was canceled uh, recently as well. And she put this video out. It's her most recent video. And she did a introspective, thorough, you know, kind of breakdown on the good and bad of cancel culture, what it was like for her. And... While I'm predisposed to quote unquote take her side of it because I do think she's a really talented and seems like a good person overall, she says a lot of things that I already felt where a lot of this, it's a hate squad. It's a, it's a righteous indignation hate squad that you see on Twitter and a lot of other places where 
as I as I often say, as I often say, <laughs> I often say that I often say uh, in my videos and whatnot is when you're dealing with someone who you are ideologically opposed to and you're yelling at them, are you trying to actually change their mind and make the world a better place? Or does it just feel good to yell at somebody? And I think that unfortunately, a lot of people are not willing to look at themselves that way. They just say, oh, no, it's OK. That person deserves death threats because they made a racist joke. It's like, no, no, they don't deserve death threats. You can rightly tell them, you know, that was that was a very bad joke to make. It's very harmful, blah, blah, blah. But there's no circumstance. I don't care what that person did. There's no circumstance for you to make death threats at them. If you think that it is OK to make death threats to someone for what they said or, you know, I just I, I don't know. I don't understand how people's minds go to that. And um, also the fact that I, I came up with a statement just randomly while I was thinking about this the other day that I think actually is kind of relevant. I don't have the tweet in front of me, but basically I said that the Internet operates on the belief that a thing happened the moment I discovered it, not however long ago it actually happened. So, for instance, people that go combing through somebody's very old social media tweets like 10 years ago and they find a joke that, you know, ranges from terrible to just kind of off and they'll be like, see, this person is the bleepity bleepest of bleeps because they have a comment from 10 years ago. I don't remember what I said 10 years ago. You don't remember what you said 10 years ago. And like I just was saying earlier, you know, people are, are, are going to be a reflection of the kind of people and places that they familiarize themselves with. So just because someone said a racist thing 10 years ago doesn't mean that they're a racist now. And a lot is telling also on how they react if you were to bring up this thing. And are they... Are they now, like I said, repentant or are they going to be like, oh, I never said that. Or are they going to be like, yeah, I still agree with it. Like that makes a big difference. And I just, I'm, I'm not really in a position to say this because I admit it really feels good to, to call uh, anti-vaxxers, you know, fucking morons and stuff like that. <laughs> but I kind of feel like if you're an anti-vaxxer after, you know, half a million and growing people died in this country. But of course, they were just they were just car deaths that the doctors said were COVID deaths so they can get more money from Big Pharma. Yeah, that's what you sound like. <laughs> anyway, I feel like if you still believe that kind of stuff nowadays, um, there's no reaching you. You're, you're a lost cause. But there is the important part where... If you're doing it in a public forum, like, for instance, in replies to a tweet or something like that, others can see that tweet and there might be others who aren't aware, maybe, that, that what that person is espousing is bullshit. And especially if you can, you know, name sources that preferably aren't the burp, <laughs> name sources that aren't, you know, super partisan Facebook memes or Breitbart or Fox or whatever. Um, but then again, of course, these, these, these maggots have been well-trained where anything that isn't straight out of Trump's mouth is a lie. CNN is deep state guard. Yeah, fucking whatever. Point being to, to, to go all the way back to the whole cancel culture thing. Um, I think that it's interesting. I think it's dangerous. I think that people need to be honest with themselves and decide are they digging through this person's 10-year-old tweets because they really want to highlight this and make them a better person? Or are they doing it so they can cause shit? 
And I, <laughs> listening to myself record this, I feel like I sound defensive, like I quote unquote was canceled. I don't think I'm nearly, I'm not famous or anything. So like who would even cancel me? But I'm sure if someone did want to go dig through my history, the fact that I've always been so annoyingly transparent <laughs> about my everyday grievances, I'm sure there's something out there that makes me sound like a terrible person. So maybe I'll just preemptively be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a terrible person. You got me. <laughs> oh, I'm so bitter. All right. Well, anyway, so yeah, so I'm trying to restart. Um, I'm trying to restart the podcast. I'm sort of uh, re-encoding the videos for library, even though I'm pretty sure no one will actually watch them on there. Uh, I am always looking for someone to tell me about a platform, a video hosting platform that I can post to. Like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe this year or next year is the, is the year that the nudists finally bound, bind together and make a platform that allows non-sexual nudity, but not Nazis and not, you know, hardcore sex and whatnot. Um, not holding my breath, but that would be great. That would be great if that happened. Uh, and I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to be productive. Um, it's a lot, uh, dealing with the kids, trying to keep the house from being a pigsty, trying to make nutritious meals at least every other day. Then in addition, dealing with all my mom's financial shit, dealing with my dad's, you know, grieving process, keeping my kids alive and entertained, and just on top of all that, then trying to deal with all the constant censorship and all that for my topless topic stuff. So that's why I'm not really doing that stuff anymore. Um, I am making, well, I have lots of ideas for <laughs> making new videos. Uh, it's hard to actually just say, okay, I'm, you know what, I'm, I'm willing to put all this other stuff that I need to do on hold for a couple hours today and try to do a video, except that of course it's never just a couple hours, it always takes three days to do a five minute video, but uh, I'm going to try to get this other thing out so at least I feel like I'm not totally just losing myself to the grind, but... So if you like video games, if you like nerdy stuff, and you have some interest in my personality or whatever beyond just staring at my nipples, then uh, you might want to subscribe to Sari Got Game on uh, YouTube because I have nowhere else to put it because there's no other websites that people actually use. Um, <laughs> Rock in a hard place. Um, and then I also am a little bit hesitant to say it because I'm nervous that bad people are going to try to use the existence of Topless Topics as a reason to get this other channel shut down. But then again, it's not that hard to figure out. So it's probably going to happen if it's going to happen. I have a YouTube channel that I made for my son a couple years ago called Lynx Plays. It's a joke on the, the Let's Play phrase, which is basically videos of someone playing a video game, which I know are completely garbage content, <laughs> but they can be really enjoyable. I think if, uh, if it's a game that you're too scared to play or you just don't have the time, or sometimes someone will be very, uh, informative about the game, or sometimes it's just funny. And you know, it's, I, I like to laugh. It's hard for me to find stuff that makes me laugh, <laughs> laugh non, non derisively or non just exhausted from it all if ishly. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so it's called Lynx Plays, and again, I have all these ideas. I haven't really been able to put too much together, but I've been putting a couple of videos out there, and it's basically just like cute kid 
content, whatever. So not sure how interested anyone listening to this would be, but if you want to, you can at least subscribe and, and share it with your parent friends and maybe they'd get a kick out of it. Um, and then, uh, as far as like, I also want to do like parenting videos and stuff like that. And I haven't decided, I don't think I want to upload it all to topless topics, at least not only to topless topics because I'm basically just waiting for topless topics TV to also get obliterated off the face of the earth because YouTube is trash and everything is terrible. Uh, so I'm probably going to start posting them on another old account of mine, Sari the Selkie. Um, and I will make links to everything so you don't have to spell it out on the podcast episode, uh, page. So just go to topistopics.org slash podcast and there'll be a link to a page for each episode and you can find it. Um, but yeah, so things, things I'm looking forward to in the future. I'm looking forward to our October trip. Um, I am prepared to not have any idea who the quote-unquote famous people of the day are and the old B people that I used to watch all the time probably aren't going to be there either because it's just they're tired of it. <laughs> they're not famous anymore so why be there? Uh, but hopefully I can meet some other just non-famous creators and uh, who knows find some people that I can do some little projects there during the con and maybe some online projects. Maybe I'll find some other video game streamers, in which case it'd be pretty easy for us to stream together. I don't know. And just being around people that, that at least watch YouTube videos, if not make their own, would be a, a nice change because I can't seem to find anyone in my real life who watches them. Like the most I can find is someone who watches makeup tutorials. That's about it. <laughs> I can't seem to find anyone else who watches, uh, you know, gameplay videos or, or movie secret ending breakdowns or anything like that. So somehow, uh, but anyway, so I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to getting Link into school at least. Supposedly he's going to start school in August and I'm hoping to at about the same time get Aiden into some kind of daycare at least a couple days a week and then I'll at least have a chunk of hours every few days that I can spend doing stuff because right now I'm home with them 24-7 and it's really fun and I'm not going crazy at all. I can get so much done. It's just amazing. Like I'm actually frankly uh, amazed that Link hasn't run in here screaming yet. They are downstairs screaming. I don't know if the mic's picking that up but <sighs> so anyway, um, oh yeah and I still also am doing weekly live streams uh, at least for now. I'm kind of kind of leaning towards stopping them because I generally only have like one or two people watching and it seems like kind of a pain in the neck to get that going every weekend when so few people are watching. But at the same time, it is kind of forcing me to put out at least some kind of regular content. Uh, it uh, Right now I'm doing it on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Game, And you know, it's, it's game videos, mostly. It's mostly me playing video games, although sometimes I'm also drawing. Uh, like, I have all these webcomic ideas and just, oh, so many ideas, so little time. But, yeah, it's mostly just me chatting and talking to whoever happens to be in the chat room and uh, lamenting about life, like, like, these, like these podcasts, but with a little more interaction <laughs> based on whatever everyone else is talking about in the room. And honestly, and I say this, and I do mean it, as much as it would be nice to have some of the perks of being popular, you know, money, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of perks to being obscure as well, with only a, a small core group of, of people that 
hang out with me in the live stream and stuff. You are people. You are, I can, I, I remember your usernames. I remember your, where you live, if you have kids or not, what your interests are, you know, stuff like that. And I wouldn't be able to do that if I was popular and my chat room was just a giant ball of emojis and garbage like, uh, like the famous streamers all have. And so it's nice to be able to connect with people. So I'll just, uh, I'll just tell myself that over and over as I <laughs> fail to have even the money to pay for anything. <sighs> All right. Well, we're at 43 minutes, apparently, uh, which is pretty good. I'm under an hour. So yeah, uh, I don't know when that other episode is going to be up. Uh, it's just really not high on my priority right now, mainly because it's going to take a lot of editing. I guess, you know, I'll put a poll out there. Uh, if you are listening to this, you can let me know on Twitter or if you insist, Facebook or wherever I'll, you know, any, any of the places on the topistopics.org slash contact page, which is where I host, I, I list whatever has not yet been banned. <laughs> any of those forms of contact, you can tell me yes or no to the question I'm about to ask, which is, should I hold off on making a new video until I'm able to edit that other one about vaccine rollout and stuff? Or should I just say, okay, I'll upload the, that one when I can. And for now, I'm just going to move forward and make new content and put it out as it happens. Because uh, I'm more inclined to the second option. <laughs> I really don't like revisiting content I already filmed. I want to move on to the next big thing. But uh, I'll let you guys decide. Um, so like I said, let me know on, on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or Mastodon or whatever, uh, if you'd like me to hold off until I can edit the vaccine rollout episode or just make new episodes about whatever and, uh, concentrate on the other stuff when I can. <laughs> uh, and then of course, also if you are in or near Anaheim, uh, California, and or you're planning to be at VidCon and you want to have a little meetup, then that would be super, super cool, super fun. I had the idea of maybe trying to rent a room at a restaurant or something like that and having a little meetup there. I don't think anyone that actually watches me, uh, at least that has talked to me about watching me, is going to be there. And I get it. I mean, it's 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 a mostly just screaming fangirls trying to get selfies with whoever hot British boy is big on TikTok at that moment. So I don't blame you for not going. <laughs> but in case there are anybody, uh, it'd be kind of fun. Even maybe just like one or two people. I don't know. Anyway, as always, you can use one of the forms of contact on topistopics.org slash contact to contact me. I will warn you that I am really behind in catching up on stuff, emails and everything like that. And I just, I sit down and try to catch up. And then after an hour, I've gotten through like five emails and I'm already exhausted. Uh, it's a lot. It was already a lot before my mom died. And now it's just, I don't know. Excuses, excuses, excuses. That's, that's what I'm going to say. But if you really want to get a hold of me, you should try multiple formats, <laughs> multiple forms of contacting me, writing email, and then you can message me on Twitter and be like, Hey, I wrote this email and I'd love it if you could reply soon. Blah, 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 and I'll try to try to do that. All right. Well, see you. I don't know. See you on Twitter maybe. Or if you like the gaming nerdy stuff, see you on Sarah Got Game. If you like cute kid content, just being 
cute kids, see you on Link's Place, except you can't leave comments on kid-friendly videos. Uh, or if you just want to hear me, I don't know, singing and talking about parenting and stuff like that, you can see me on Sari, Sari the Selkie and or Tapas Topics on YouTube until it gets banned. So deleted like uh, Tapas Topics show did. <sighs> That's about it. All right. I, I love and appreciate you guys. Well, those of you who I've actually interacted with. I'm not going to throw that platitude out as this just general thing that the famous people do. Like, I love my fans. Like, yeah, right. They're just a number to you. No. <laughs> I actually, I have a really hard time, time saying I love you to, like, anyone but my kids. And I feel bad because, like, my dad gets so emotional whenever I say it. But I just feel weird saying it. So, me saying I love you is a big deal. Okay. Okay, accept that honor. Accept that honor of me saying I love you. And if you don't know that I'm being sarcastic right now, then I, you're probably not one of the ones I'm talking to. <laughs> I feel like you have to know that I am very sarcastic and self-deprecating most of the time. Then again, if it doesn't come off that way, I apologize. I, I mostly speak in animated GIF, so. And it's GIF, not JIF. Don't even, don't even at me, bro. <laughs> I don't really care. All right. See you guys whenever. Bye.